Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. Thank you very much to Who Knows Wins for their support of these IPL dailies. Have a look on whatever app store that you use to download your apps on your phone and your tablets and what have you. Who Knows Wins, get ready because we're going to be launching our league and we can play along and you can try and beat me, the Badger, as we go through IPL 2021. If you tuned in yesterday, you've heard myself and Akash Sivashubamanian talking about all things the young starlets that are likely to impress us during IPL 2021. In the first episode, we got as far as the Punjab Kings. So today we talk about all things Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challenges Bangalore and the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And we finish with a bit of a catch-all chat about who we think are going to be our key young players when it comes to this edition, the 14th edition of the IPL. So let's continue it. Let's get back into it. Talking to Akash about all things young stars of IPL 2021. My name is Jacob and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast, then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Cash. Let's get into the uh, Rajasthan Royals, shall we, and look at the youngsters that they have. And I've got my notes again, as I say, from last year. And we had three that we had on the list last time. Ryan Parag was one and uh, Yashish V. Jayaswell was another, two young batsmen. And then uh, Kartik Tayaki, the uh, very dynamic fast bowler. All of those got a little bit of a, a, a go last year for Rajasthan Royals, didn't they? Um, I mean, Jaisfeld's a fascinating story. We've spoken about him on the podcast before. But, yeah, you, you see some of these rags to riches tales that some of these Indian players have. And I mean, it is 
rags like probably most a lot of people won't even understand in terms of sort of poverty and uh, a poor start in life and coming into a in, into a franchise and suddenly being paid more, more money than most of us can dream of so you go from one extreme to the other don't you and Jairusfeld did that he showed such an amount of commitment in in the, how he approached his cricket he obviously realised he'd got a little bit of talent but he effectively became a bit of a nomad he followed the coaching he lived in a tent his coach at one stage then took legal guardianship of him and and uh, acted as his as his guardian to sort of steer him through and be his mentor and then all of a sudden he's in the IPL he's getting a uh, decent money and is a young player of prodigious talent some players you just want to see succeed and after reading up on on Jairusfeld's kind of journey into cricket he's a player I'd love to see have some success exactly uh, I mean last season he didn't have much success with Rajasthan I think they're not really confident about about their opening plots because they tried out as many as what five five openers I think during the season so that's kind of something that didn't work out in his favor but certainly from from what he performed for Mumbai in the 50 over tournament he will he'll be raring to come back and prove a point to the franchisees uh, I mean, Jairsfeld, he's the youngest player ever to score a, a list A double ton. He made 203 off 154 balls um, for Mumbai in the uh, Vijay Hazari Trophy. Kardik Tayagi, former India under-19 player, one of their stars. He had a few chances last year for Rajasthan as well. And um, you wonder with Joffre missing the start of the tournament, whether Tayagi will get a bit more of a, a chance at the start of the competition. And obviously, if he does well, he stakes a claim for further through the tournament then, doesn't he? what i think is uh, last season he played a quite a few number of games in the during the last end of the tournament and for sure he's going to be a starter irrespective of if jofra acher is playing or not you think he'll think be in the team to, anyway regardless yeah he, he is going to be in the team because if you look at it his journey after the ipl he went with the india team and he there played in australia as well in the in the, in the india a versus australia a game so it kind of shows that that the player has certainly stepped up a little bit and he's ready to prove a point and last season he really proved a point even look at that game against csk the way he he, he was battered early on by shane watson after that he really came back and got uh, shane watson out so kartik tyagi is that player who has a big heart and really wants to prove a point not with just with his pace but with, just with his attitude i think he's certainly going to be a sure sure short starter for rajasthan this season still really young as well he's got a massive future isn't he i liked him i did, i just like the the way he looks he he came in and made his debut for rajasthan last year he just looked like he was determined he took it in his stride he looks like he's got a real good head on his shoulders kartik toyaki and he's a he's got an element of street fighter about him he's 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 uh, he's a tough little cookie i think i think he's got a massive future the two though that you've picked um, this time for rajasthan royals first one is uh, chetan Sakar- 23-year-old left-arm pace bowler. He went for 1.2 crore uh, in the auction. He's got a fairly sad story behind him as well. He comes um, another one that comes from pretty humble beginnings. His brother committed suicide back in January, which is just ridiculously tragic, isn't it? I mean, we've talked on the other day on the podcast about fathers dying and stuff like that, but your brother committing suicide is something that I think takes a bit to, of getting over, doesn't it? But he was a net bowler for RCB last season in the UAE and has obviously uh, been picked up by uh, Rajasthan Royals this time and um, left-arm paceman who looks like he's got uh, got a bit of a future to him. He's certainly got a, a really good future for him because if you look at his performances for performances in the Sahid Pustakali, he's picked up wickets. He's always there on the wicket charts and he's always there picking up wickets for his for his side. 
but more than just that right if you look at how he's gone on in the last one two years of domestic cricket he's actually performed across board he's not just performed in the 20 over format but he's also proved a point in the other formats as well so he's going to be a really good pick for rajasthan but the only thing i'm concerned is uh, as, as i would mention it again uh, last year rajasthan had another left arm pacer called akash singh who was not utilized by the franchise a lot they instead opted for jaydev unadkat who played more more games than he should have going by his performance but i mean this year too they have at least four left arm pacers they have three indian left arm pacers and they have mustafizur rahman as well so it's a problem of plenty because you have lot of left armers and you have just one two slots to fill so i think that's where his opportunities are going to be tough but if he gets a opportunity he's a really good bowler and can really pick up wickets he's is a natural wicket taker anjul rawat is your second choice for rajasthan royals this time wicketkeeper batsman left-handed batsman 21 year old player and he's played a reasonable amount of cricket his first class average is 34 which isn't uh, too shabby for a wicketkeeper too two centuries already in 19 games that he's played and uh, not not an express strike rate in his T20 i mean 118 these days would be kind of looked down the nose at wouldn't it really in terms of a strike rate but you, you obviously see him as somebody that uh, um has got a future too uh, if you look at anuj ravat right for the last i think uh, since 2019 auction i think uh, rajasthan have picked him and they have they've kept him in the team and they they have certainly looked at him as a player that they they would potentially use this season i think he can really come to the party he's a left-handed batsman and having a left-handed batsman is always good in t20s because you then shuffle up your order uh, whenever a left-handed batsman gets out you bring in another left arm batsman to to kind of replace him in the in the in the crease so that way i think anuj ravat is is a really good player and this this time at least in in the in both 50 over tournament and the 20 over tournament he played really well for delhi and that's saying something because if you're going to be performing for the bigger sides the bigger boys like delhi mumbai and all of these sides you're going to be noticed and you can get a chance so i think going by his performance he might get a chance as a wicket keeper i don't think because they already have uh, too many wicket keepers who are not doing wicket keeping basically right now in in that franchise you got sanju samson and just putler fighting over the gloves before you even look anywhere near out and exactly so i don't think he would get a wicket keeper slot but uh, most probably as a batsman he's is a good enough batsman to play in that uh, playing level who knows wins Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins in a league of their own. Let's move on to uh... RCB Royal Challenges Bangalore we had a couple that we we had a look at last year um one of them Shabazz Ahmed uh, kind of has disappeared off the scene a little bit but Devdutt Padikal as we said at right at the top end of uh, of this feature is was your pick last year to star in the competition and he has be he was terrific wasn't he i mean he just came in not mature really nice timing uh, and it was a lovely story as well there was the picture circulating of him as a youngster with virat kohli as his hero and then he spent much of the IPL batting with Virat Kohli it was uh, a boy's own stuff wasn't it it was a dream come true for him yeah it was certainly a dream come true for him and the way he showed us uh, the way he shown maturity right it was incredible for a for a batsman who was playing his first IPL you you could not make out that he was playing his first IPL he, in fact at one point even looked more confident than Virat Kohli at the crease so that's saying a lot about him and he'll be really pumped up because he scored a lot of runs in the past 3 months now 
So he's he's going to be really pumped up and he's going to have another good show in the IPL. You, you think so? I mean, he comes in with a lot of form, doesn't he? I mean, just looking through, like you say, looking through his recent scores, he comes into this tournament. I mean, this is just bonkers. His last, was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven scores for Karnataka? 52, 97, 152, 126, not out, 145, not out, 101, and 64. And that 64 will probably have been a disappointment to him. It's just that is just a series of scores which anybody would take. Exactly. I would, I, if, if I was a cricketer, I would take it day in and day out. That, that's just brilliant batting. And the way he performed in every game, he really left a mark. So I think he's really prepped up for the IPL and he's going to have a good season. And especially now he's going to open with Virat Kohli. So that gives him a lot more, lot more, expo- not exposure per se, but a lot more. Uh, freedom to go out and play shots because Virat Kohli is going to hold hold that one foot up at the other end. So it's going to be a good visual experience for us to uh, look at David Padikal and Virat Kohli op- opening the batting for RCB. The uh, next man then for the two picks that you've got for RCB this time around. Uh, it's a famous name, the first one, but he's not, he's not that fella. 27-year-old Mohamed Azaruddin. He has played quite a lot of cricket so far. Um, his batting average, actually, I mean, if you look at, across his, his performances, it's not a record that you would look at and think, wow, this fella is just a, a prodigy. It's a, incredible. He's a right-handed batsman and wicketkeeper as well. He's averaging first-class cricket 25, same in list A and roughly the same in, in T20s as well. But that strike rate is the thing that stands out for me in his T20 career. Strike rate of 142.27. He's obviously a, a big hitter. If you look at Mohamed Azraddin, right, he's, he's he's performed really well for Kerala. And there's this one knock that was televised, which everybody has witnessed, because against Mumbai, who's the top side, as we all know. And in that game, single-handedly, he scored a 137. He scored an unbeaten 137. And they had to chase 200, and they finished it in 15 overs. So that's just incredible. I mean, the way he batted... Alongside Robin Uthappa was a treat. And especially for franchisee like RCB, right, who always allow their players to be more expressive, I think uh, Mohamed Azrizan has is, gone to the right franchisee. Is it that knock of 137, which you've made back in mid-January, that's got him this deal? Uh, I hope so, because uh, Mike Hessen was crazy about him and the way he described his knock was was simply beautiful. And if you look at his uh, Saeed Mustak uh, Ali record, right, he scored 214 runs. That's not... A long, a large deal of runs, right? But it has come at a strike rate of 195. And if you have a strike rate of 195 and you're scoring 214 runs, I would take it any day. So I think that's that's what uh, had tilted his selection. And also the fact that he can not only open the innings, but he can also play in the middle order. And Asbi badly need middle order batsmen. That two Indian, after they released uh, Shuvan Bube, so they actually need middle order batsmen. And he's one of them who can really give that ball a go. The other player that you've got on your list for RCB is one of the emerging talents is uh, Suyash Prabhudesat. Have I announced, pronounced that properly? Yeah, Suyash Prabhudesai. He's 23 years old, um, right-handed batsman. Again, another fella that's um, got that potential to fit into that middle order, I guess. It was strike rate in T20s of 148. Not, not just that, he also doubles up as a bowler. So that kind of works in RCB's favour because they, they've always lacked bowling options. So... To have more bowling options and to not allow Virat Kohli to roll that arms up, I think it's a good thing to have. And uh, Suresh Prabhu Desai has a great record. But the only catch about this is it has come for Goa. 
it's not come for a top top side or any per se but that's should not be a concern because at the end of the day the the skills matter right so uh, going by his skills he's is a really good player who can slot into that middle order and can bowl that one two overs that they need and would definitely suit uh, francesi lecasivi both of those two players from how we've described them azarudin and uh, prabhu desat uh, they seem to be vying for the same place for me if if you're going to pick one who would you pick well i would pick azarudin because he's more uh, proven and he can kind of slot in as a opener as well as a middle order batsman so that's a good thing to have there is one man as well who's making a lot of waves in world cricket at the moment um he seems to be being snapped up by everybody he's the kiwi fin allen 21 years old he turns 22 during this ipl he's just played 3t20 internationals for the kiwis he's got a strike rate in t20 international cricket of 220 at the moment because he is not a player that dies wondering he's got um i've seen the, an interview with him where um his mantra is watch the hard ball hit the hard ball um and that is why rcb wants him that's why lancashire is signing for the t20 blast he is a potential megastar isn't he he was um one of the key men for the firebirds in the uh, new zealand super smash where they went on to win that competition their domestic t20 competition he scored 512 runs in that event at an average of 56.88 and a strike rate of 193.33 finn allen is starting to make people sit up and and take notice isn't he finn allen is a great great add and especially considering that they they didn't have another wicketkeeper and an overseas wicketkeeper per se so finn allen really slots in that role and as well as can open the innings as well as just strike the ball that's that's what rcb does do right like usually they have players who can just hit the ball a long way that's that's how they have functioned as a as a t20 team and certainly from from their uh, auction strategy this year they're going to go this is going to go big or go home that's that's how they're going to play cricket they're not going to die wandering like last season they died wandering because they kind of lost the momentum in the middle overs and then they had abd willers bailing them out week in and week out in the end so this time they wouldn't have that they're just going to go for an all out approach and finalen kind of fits in perfectly and as you said 16 games 625 runs 44 average and 188 strike rate that's phenomenal and yeah. you, i mean if you look at it you won't even realize he's a 22 year old that's that's how good his numbers are yeah looking forward to watching finalen in this ipl if he gets his opportunity do you think he will with rcb i don't think he would get a start uh, i i don't think he would get a start because i wouldn't pick him over a dan christian or a or a glen maxwell or a kyle jamison even for that matter of fact because he's almost like an abd understudy isn't he finalen he is kind of an abd understudy but he kind of opens right so that way it kind of eliminates his chances of uh, getting picked in the side because virat kohli is not going to get injured and so they've the particular both of them are very really fit players so that way it eliminates his chances and rcb really have gone for a lot of all rounders so i don't think they would pick a specialist batsman in this setup because they have a lot of run aggregators they don't need runs at the top of the order or in the middle of the order so i think they're going to go with uh, dan christian to kind of balance their yeah. bowling attack for them and Dan Christian just wins T20 matches wherever he goes he's worth having i think Dan Christian is a, a terrific player Elvis Presley once said we're caught in a trap we can't get out but we might be able to soon hopefully covid-19 will be behind us and we can get back on the cricket pitch this summer and you need to make it count blackratcricket.com they have an original range a rodent range a little rat range 
Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count. Blackratcricket.com. Join the infestation. Let's move on. The final franchise that we're going to look at and their emerging talent. We looked at them last year and you actually picked more young players for Sunrisers Hyderabad last year on your list than you picked for any other side. Um, they're all still there as well. Um, Virat Singh, Abdul Samad, Priyam Garg and Abhishek Sharma. The last two in, on that list um, got their opportunities last time, didn't they? They Priyam Garg and um, Abhishek Sharma. Was it, it was those two, wasn't it? They shared a, a match-winning stand at one stage for SRH earlier on in the tournament. I think uh, three of them got the chance. Even Abdul Samad got a lot, lot, long rope in that uh, unit and he also performed really well. He hit, I think, Bumrah for two sixes. He is incredible in that tournament. But uh, I would I'd love to see Virat Singh more because Virat Singh is that kind of a player who gives runs and that's what Sunrisers kind of lacked last season. They couldn't score that runs and skipper David Warner was not firing all guns. So, they kind of had issues with runs, not with wickets because Rashid Khan is Rashid Khan and Bhuneshwar Kumar are going to pick them wickets nine out of ten times. So they don't have issues with wickets. So runs-wise, they might have issues. So that's yeah. Again, as, as I said, three of them got their chances and they performed really well for them. You've picked a, a 27-year-old um, though for SRH this time. Tell me a little bit about him. So I picked Jagdish Sujit, who played for Mumbai last season. He's basically a player who's been in and around and. He's also played, I think, 12 IPL games in his career. He's one player who's a, who you'd call as a utility player, who can bowl and be an X-factor in the field and can also bat and score 28 runs. So, that kind of a player that uh, that Sunrisers really need. And considering that they're going to be playing on spinning tracks, he, he really has a chance to uh, prove himself because there's going to be competition for that spin spots. Right, let's go back through our list then of that we've picked out for this IPL. And we're going to try and pick out, um, we're going to try and do the same as we did for last year and pick out our emerging player, our dev up particle of this event. For CSK, we started off with uh, Harry Shankar Reddy. He was your one choice um, for CSK this time around. There's Gayaquad Kishore also on the list too. Um, if we're going to pick one of those as being the one player to watch for CSK, who would it be? I think it's going to be Gayaquad is going to open and he's going to perform. So we'll, we'll see a lot more of him than the others. So Gay Quad would be the CSK nomination. For Delhi Capitals, you picked out Ripal Patel this time and also Mani Maran Siddharth too. Which one of those two do you think would be the uh, nomination to represent Delhi Capitals in this little competition we're having at the end of this podcast? I think it's going to be Manimar and Siddharth because with Akshar Patel's injury, he might get a chance. So Siddharth goes onto the list for the Delhi Capitals then, joins Gayakwad in that list. Um, Silly doesn't underestimate the uh, potential for Harry Shankar Reddy. Um, if, if he gets his opportunity, it's going to be really interesting to see him play. For KKR, we had uh, Venkatesh Ayer and also uh, Vaibhav Arora as your two nominations for them this time around. Nagakoti as well, obviously, is uh, bubbling under from last year's nominations. One of those three to uh, take us in with KKR. I think Venkatesh Ayer, if he gets a chance, he's going to be a, a real deal for them. For Mumbai Indians, Marco Jensen was the uh, the man, 20-year-old, big South African 
all-rounder. He's the only one on the list. So he goes through to represent Mumbai Indians in this uh, little bit of a contest at the end of this one. It's all for fun. It's all for fun. That's what cricket is. Um, we look at the Punjab Kings and you had Sharat Khan, the cricketer, not the owner of Kolkata Knight Riders, and Utkarsh Singh as your nominations this time. Kings eleven had um, obviously the uh, serious talents in the competition last year of uh, Ravi Bishnoi and also Ishan Perel has been mentioned on this podcast too. One of them to be, uh, I mean, let's take Bishnoi out because he's established effectively after his season last year. Um, so it would be between Perel and Khan and Singh. I think it's going to be Shah Khan, easily. Sharat Khan is the Punjab Kings youngster to look out for. For Rajasthan Royals, we had Chetan Sakaria, Anjul Rawat, and also we mentioned Kartik Tayagi, who uh, burst onto the scene last year. Um, if we take Kartik Tayagi out of the equation, because I think he's already um, on our radar, isn't he? Which of the other two would you uh, most look like, most be looking forward to watching? Well, if I have to pay money and watch somebody bowl, I, I think at the moment it will be Chetan Sakaria. So Sakaria goes in for the Rajasthan Royals. For RCB, Mohammed Azaruddin and Suyash Rabadhasat um, are the two men on that list. We had Deb Duck Padical on the list last year as well. Um, we've basically asked you this question already and you've gone for Azaruddin there, haven't you, in terms of who you think is going to have the biggest impact during this uh, competition. And then finally, are we going to include Finn Allen? Uh, as, as much as I love him and love watching him play, I think Azruddin is more realistically going to get his chances. So I think I would go with Azruddin. And also Finn Allen's already an international, so you can't exactly say he's emerging. He's already emerged already, hasn't he, in front of our very eyes. Um, and he's emerging very, very quickly. He's, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Finn Allen get an opportunity. Um, and finally, for SRH, I mean, you picked out uh, Sutic, but... Uh, there's also obviously Virat Singh, Abdul Samad, Priyam Garg and Abhishek Sharma bubbling around in SRH. You've got a, quite an embarrassment of riches in terms of young talent at that franchise. If you're going to pick one of those this time around? I'd pick Abhishek Sharma. I think uh, he didn't get a lot of chances last season, but Abhishek Sharma, if he gets his chances, he's going to be an X-Factor player. Right, you know what I'm going to do now, don't you? I'm going to read out those eight and we're going to put them in a, an order of top three. Bronze, silver and gold in terms of who is going to be the standout man at this year's standout young man at this year's IPL 2021. The nomination for CSK, it is Rutaraj Gayaquad. For Delhi Capitals, we're looking forward to watching Mani Maran Siddharth. For Kolkata Knight Riders, it is Venkatesh Ayer, the 26-year-old. For Mumbai Indians, Marco Johnson, if he gets his opportunities. Rajasthan Royals have Chetan Sakaria in their lineup potentially. Mohammed Azaruddin is the RCB talent for Punjab Kings. It's Sharuk Khan, the 25-year-old. And then for Sunrisers, Hyderabad, Abhishek Sharma. Let's go then with third place. But let's, let's do this. You know, in, in all good contests, you go in reverse order, don't you? So in third place, okay, so. in terms of the player who you think is going to have the biggest impact as a youngster on IPL 2021, who would it be? In the third place, I would have Rutraj Kekwad. Not because of the impact, but because he's already proven himself a bit. So I don't. I think it'll be unfair on the others. So Rutraj Kekwad goes onto the podium and uh, takes the bronze medal in these emerging players. Um, none of this matters, Akash, does it? What, whatever we say, none of it matters because it's all about what happens on the green stuff. But it's interesting to talk about it. And I think it uh, helps people get their heads around some of the players to look out for. In second place. In second place, I'd go with uh, Mohammed Azaruddin of RCB. RCB's Mohammed Azaruddin. And he's got the uh, he's got kind of the um, curse or joyous 
thing of having a name very similar to a, a legend. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't count that, but uh, he certainly has that batting promise. So I think that's enough to make a name for him. His name stands out though, doesn't it? Because of, it, of its similarities to a, a previous Indian legend. And number one, the man who you think is going to be the youngster to take IPL 2021 by storm is, drum roll. It's going to be Shah Rukh Khan, no doubt. As far as, he's, he's, I think he's going to be the most exciting talent of this year and that says a lot, right? So for Punjab Kings as well, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. So I think that's why he's going to be on the top of that list. Really interesting. Really interesting, Akash. As always, it was before the last IPL I last spoke to you, although we have messaged each other on WhatsApp every now and again, but really good to have you back on the Cricket Badger podcast. And uh, been really interesting to go through some of these youngsters. There's some serious young talent in India. I mean, a country of 1.4 billion cricket crazed people should produce some young talent, but they certainly do that, Akash, don't they? I mean, it's just one year since we've had a list of players who we have to watch out for. And in the in the next year, we have had a list of more players. So the other list has not yet proved themselves and we already have a list fighting for them. So it's it's a really exciting time. And then it's a really neck-to-neck battle because we don't know who's going to get upper run because if say, Azuruddin has a good title this year, he can even be, he can even better Dev particular. Who knows? So it's a really good opportunity for these youngsters and IPL as always is a home for all of these. One last question before I let you go. Who wins the IPL this time? Ah. Uh, that's the tough question. I predicted Mumbai last season, right? Yeah. So if I have to go for one, I would say KKR this season. Oh, right. Okay. KKR, your choice for the uh, for the winners. I still think it's going to be Mumbai. They're the team to beat. They seem to have every base covered, don't they? Certainly until we get to that mega auction that we were talking about there. Their squad is entrenched. They all know their roles. And I, I think they're going to be the team to beat again. Well, certainly Mumbai are going to be the team to beat. But I think KKR, let's see. Let's Because they, they, they had a stinker of the season if they were in top four and then they they got knocked out and with morgan being the captain i think they have a good chance of off that golden arm so who knows if he can win the competition for them akash been a pleasure mate it's good to catch up with you again and thank you for your words of wisdom on these youngsters it's going to be really entertaining i think watching them perform if they get their opportunities over the next two months it's uh good to have you back and thanks for joining me thanks a lot james for calling me in and it's certainly an exciting time for both of us to look at these players and understand what they're doing and and trying to explain what they do to people and they're going to witness it, right? So they're going to experience what we experienced while we did the research. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. 
a great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.